Navigating today's real estate market can be tricky. Do you want to buy a house, sell a house, stuck with a house, and don't know what to do? Get the professional help you need. This is Florida Talk Real Estate with Jim DePola and Nathalie Medina Rowe. Call our team of experts now, 1-877-927-6969. This is Real Radio. Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome to another edition of Florida Talk Real Estate right here on Real Radio. And that is your toll-free number. If you'd like to join the program, you're more than welcome with your questions, your comments, your concerns in the world of real estate. Toll free at 877-927-6969. I'm your boy, Johnny C. Let's get a starting lineup on a Saturday morning. Your Florida Talk Real Estate team representing Keller Williams. It's Antares International Realty. Loud and proud on the hat, ladies and gentlemen. I got Jimmy D. It's Jim DePolo right here. Who, me? What? Welcome to South Florida. Hello, Jimmy D. <laughs> And it has been quite some time, but what a pleasure to bring in the guy with his name on the sign from the Perry Group, CPA, LLC, Certified Public Accountant, ladies and gentlemen, Jarrett Perry is with us on a Saturday. Hey, bub. Hey, guys. Great to see you. Long time no see. Yeah. Been, a, been a little while. Yes, it has. Yeah, uh, Jarrett, you've been so busy. Uh, the last time that you were here, you were with a different CPA firm, and now you launched your new CPA firm, the Perry Group, correct? Yeah, that, that's correct. I, um, we've been back one time since then, but yeah, we've had the new firm open for a little over a year now, and uh, everything's going well. And you also started a, a consulting service. Is that financial consulting service? Is that true? Uh, no, well, we're in, the, we're in the process of opening one, yeah. Oh, in I'm the sorry, process. Yeah. yeah. So if you need those services or you have any questions about that, please give us a call today. Really excited to have Jared on. It's a rare treat. He's worked so much, Johnny. It's I so know. impossible. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to get away from that a little bit, but I, it's, uh, it's... I tough. thought these guys from January to April work like a dog, and the rest of the year, you know, they could coast. It, it isn't <laughs> like that. Now that I've been buddies with Jared for a while, I was like, wow, these guys work. You know, it's funny. That's what Jared <laughs> thought when he got into it. Yeah, him. it's exactly what I thought. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping I was going to have that, that summer off like yeah. everybody else. That's right. And that's why you bought a big, bad, sweet boat. And you're yeah, like, oh, yeah. I just don't get to use yeah, it. I just, never, I just get to look at it. That's about it. <laughs> Welcome back in the studio on a Saturday. Um, we have a lot to talk about today. Uh, hey, Mike. Hey, hey, Mike here, who's also straggling in after the music. He'll get a, a formal introduction in just a moment once he nestles in for sure. Well, that does that mic work? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, at least I hope so. Uh, I'm giving Mike crap. Here I am saying, of course. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to sit down and he doesn't have a hot <laughs> So, um, oh, he looks like he's pulling up to the little kids' table. That's so yeah. cute. I hope you guys are on Facebook Live right now. <laughs> yes, that's what I want to mention. We're back on Facebook Live. Wave everybody. Hey. Oh, wait a second. It's trying to reconnect. Hold All on right. one second. If you're with us, we'll be back on Facebook Live in a second. Here we are again. Um, we were not on last week because we were at the Gulfstream Racetrack and we had. The big cheese, Paul Krasker from the law office, Paulie Krasker on. That's right. Uh, wanted to congratulate, speaking of that, wanted to congratulate Kim, uh, who d- uh, called us up after that show, and she's in big trouble with her house, but may have some equity where she can sell it and make a profit. Oh, Not nice. sure yet. Uh, so we're diving deep into that to try to get her helped out. Thank you so much. Uh, Kim called us because her mom listened to the show, 
and uh, Kim was very happy. We signed a listing agreement. Uh, we're going to be selling the house. We just don't know if it's going to be a short sale or a regular sale yet. We're working with the bank to figure that out. Awesome. Uh, no matter what's going to happen, um, sh- we're hoping that she's going to be able to walk debt free from d- debt free, walk away debt free from the debt, um, get a waiver of deficiency before the end of the year because these programs uh, for loan mods and short sales are expiring December thirty first, as Paul told us. Mm-hmm. So if you're in trouble with your house, you got to give us a call. You could just go to our website, FloridaTalkRealEstate.com, in the upper left hand corner. You have our hotline, and you could also fill out the contact management sheet. Once again, please put in your phone number. Um, a lot of people are contacting us there, Johnny, but they're not putting their phone number in. I send emails to them. Uh, some people respond. Sometimes my stuff goes into their junk mail because I'm not a recognized uh, sender to yeah, their site. That's right. Uh, and then they think we don't respond to them. So please uh, put your phone number in there if you can. That's right. That way we can ensure that we can have contact and you can be in the right hands. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk today about hidden deal killers for refis and mortgages. Right, Mike? Oh, Mike Sorry. Rao. Mike Rao. Mortgage guy. Mortgage hey guys, firm. Good morning, everybody. How are you, bud? <laughs> Running a little the late mortgage. this morning. Ah, it's all right. Do you bring us coffee? Guys. Did, you get, uh, did, you get, uh, did you get us some coffee and donuts or something? Was it an important <laughs> stop on the way? Do, do you take an IOU on that? Oh, of course. <laughs> from you. Yes. I know that's good. <laughs> so we're going to talk about these hidden deal killers. I have a couple of examples of some things. Mike uh, experienced a couple of things with some of his customers. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. But first, I want to give some shout outs. Um, Gregorio um, came to us from a big fan of the show, and the guy wanted to buy his first home. And uh, the fan of the show said, you got to call Natalie and Jim and do exactly what they say and make sure that you get the deal done right. And uh, we did that, and he bought a beautiful home in Port St. Lucie yesterday. Wow. And... um, um, not only that, not only did he get a great home that appraised out, it actually appraised higher, I think, than what he contracted for. He nice. got a full house of Tommy Bahama, Bahama furniture thrown in. It had to be retail value, $40,000 yeah. of furniture thrown into the house. Wait. So congratulations, Gregorio. Got a great deal up in Port St. Lucie. Nice. And Already con- has some equity, huh? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, congratulations to Karen Stack. Um Karen um, was selling a condo that was a football field away from the Intercoastal in mm. North Palm. Nice. Uh, uh, really happy that she got her deal sold. She was so happy. Now she's going to help us. Uh, she's going to hire us to hell to sell her um, Intercoastal home, and then we're going to help her buy our property up in Jupiter. Perfect. So congratulations, Karen. I'm really happy that we were able to get that job done for you. Thank you so much for trusting Antares International Realty. Man, you guys are uh, slamming right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, actually, we had four other closings this week, but because my partner in crime, Natalie, isn't here, I don't have all the information. Uh. Uh, <laughs> so there's four other people we'll probably be congratulating next week. And uh, I think we have four closings. Four closings next week is Dennis uh, and Dave closing yep, next week. Tuesday. Yep. Uh, so I think we're going to have four to six closings next week. Uh, and many of them, Mike, are buyer-sellers, where, uh, where I call them sellers-buyers, where they're selling their house and buying a new home. And I think we got two of those deals next week going. And one of those is so complicated, Johnny. Um, there is... Uh, our seller buying a new property the people buying his house had to sell their house in order to have the money to buy his property okay the people that are selling the house to my customer 
are also buying a property <laughs> based on his loan. So there's four houses and I think five families involved in wow. this, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Oh, yeah. And the person that's selling the house to that person that's selling, you know, buying They're all the house, contingent. they are also buying a new property based on this. So it, it's just a crazy town deal. Um, that is a delicate dance. Huh? Oh, my gosh. And you're dealing with four different agents with four different personalities. Uh, a lot of movement going on. That's yeah. a very complicated transaction. Um, and we do, we pull those off all the time. And not all agents can do that, Johnny. I'm just uh -huh. being honest with you. A lot of things can fall apart. Mike, the deal that we're working together, um, uh, Dennis is selling his house to buy a new one. I think those people are buying a new house based on that. They're buying uh, new construction. New construction, that. that's right. Yep. And um, so we have three properties and three families involved right. in that deal. Mm -hmm. It's when those pre-approvals really actually matter with, with all that 100%. stuff. And we're we're going to get into that with yeah. Jared experience that he just went through personally, if you don't mind sharing that in a little bit. Yeah, um, not a problem. We're going to talk about that. So, um, you know, you need to have a top team that's working together very closely, and it's very important that the people understand how the title is being involved. Title work is very important, and of course we have Trident Title, the number one title company in the state of Florida. It's the largest privately owned title company in the state of Florida. Trident Title is, does many of our transactions, probably 75 to 80% of the transactions we do are done with Trident. Uh, they are top notch. And seller picks title, right? Seller picks, well, Depends that's a good thing, right. In Palm Beach County, seller picks title, okay? In Broward County, it's customary that the buyer picks title. Really? Hmm. And in each county, it starts swapping back and forth, back and forth. I think the majority of the 67 counties in Florida, uh, it's customary for the seller to pick title. Would you say that's true, Mike? Uh, I think Palm Beach is unique. Uh, where, really? Where the, the, well, Port St. Um, Lucie seller picks title too in St. Lucie County. Yeah, I, you know, I I said that backwards. I didn't. Oh, you think that yeah. it's uh, Broward is the uh, Broward and Miami Dade both are the seller chooses title. I think that's buyer, unique. Buyer, yeah. buyer chooses title in Broward County. Buyer yeah. chooses title. That's, that's what yeah. you meant, right? Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. He, he said, "Hey, man, did you?" He admitted have, did you he didn't have his coffee. coffee? Did, did you, you have a lot of fun last night? I think Mike had a no. lot of fun. As a matter of fact, last night. they slept a lot last night. I, went, I, I fell asleep early. Oh I, yeah, you. Sometimes right. it's worse when you actually get to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you feeling all right, pumpkin? You all right? right. So, okay, so uh, in, so in it, Broward and Miami Dade, customer early, buyer picks title. And then in uh, Palm Beach County right. and St. Right. Lucie County, yep. seller picks title. Yep. Now, Sorry. that's customary. And we just had a deal uh, with Mario, who's going to be closing next week. He's another closing, okay? Oh. And Mario had a townhome, and he had equity in the house, but he owed his HOA $47,000 oh. in HOA fees. How does that happen? Well, he was a, <laughs> he, he was a um, brand new newlywed when he bought his house several years ago. Uh -huh. The unit was a foreclosure, got a great price for it, I think like $100,000. And the HOA was ninety nine bucks a month, so it was the Sesame's. perfect it was the perfect house for a young couple. Yeah, and now the HOA is over four hundred dollars a month, and then they had assessments for upgrades to the community, yeah. which added on top of it, and he just got overrun with bills. Oh boy! So he's current on his payment, but he was in big trouble with the HOA, and the HOA was going to foreclose on him. So he called up the law office of Paul A. Krasker, and they're like, "This is a job for Jim." And then I went and got the house and checked it, and I said, look, if we can sell this house at a certain price, um, we can make you not upside down, avoid the foreclosure, put some money in your pocket, mm -hmm. regroup, buy a house when you're ready. Um, 
in when we put it on the market, we had it at a fair market value, but he was under a lot of pressure, so he got a low offer from an investor. So we got them to come up $10,000 from the price that they offered, which was barely working for him. So in order to sweeten the pot a little bit, just to squeeze every dollar out for the seller, mm -hmm. I said to the investors, uh, why don't you pick title? And it saved Mario about $2,000 in costs. So mm -hmm. it's almost like getting 2000 extra in the sales price, yeah. and that worked for him. Because um, pretty much everything's negotiable in these everything's transactions. Everything's negotiable yeah. almost, right? Yeah, almost. And so that's why I say customary. It's customary. Mm -hmm. Now, what this means is about, quote, picking title. Somebody has to pick title to clear the lo uh, the liens on the property and make sure there's clear title and make sure there's no liens so you're, the person getting the house doesn't worry that there's any encumbrances on the property when they buy it. Mm -hmm. um, but whoever picks the title has to pay for the title insurance policy and also to pay for the searches and everything related to make that happen. Hmm. And in Mario's situation, it was probably somewhere between $1,900 and $2,100, and we got him uh, to save that money. I've done that several times. A lot of agents don't really mess around with that. It's just like, hey, Palm Beach County, seller picks title. Right. But it just depends. And this is another little tool in our toolbox, a technique, in order to try to get the sellers the most money possible. Awesome. So that little little information on title. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gotta love it. So Mike, uh, I want to say hi to Richard real quick before oh, we absolutely. transition. Let's Please. do that. 877-927-6969. It is toll free into the studio. Jimothy will get you lined up, and we don't like to keep you guys waiting. So let's say good morning to Richard. You're on Florida Talk Real Estate here on Real Radio. How are you? Oh. Hey Richard. Hey Richard. Yes. Okay, hey, good. You sound good now. How are you doing, Richard? How can we help you? Um I'm doing fine. I have a piece of commercial real estate that was owned uh, by my family, specifically my aunt and father. Mm -hmm. It was sold last October, and my aunt happens to be a real estate agent, and mm -hmm. she was the listing agent on the property. Okay. And it was sold last October, like I said, and she collected the money and never paid my father. My father passed away in March. Okay. I was wondering how, for one, obviously she never paid when he was alive. And I was wondering how I could go about collecting, I guess, my take, my share of it now that he's gone as I would inherit it. And what action I can take against her as a real estate agent for basically stealing from my father and me. Well, um, that's a pretty heavy situation, Richard. I'm sorry you're going through that. It's mm -hmm. always tough when the family's bickering over money. Yeah, um, very, very yeah. tough. Um, and especially when somebody passed in the middle of it, that yeah. just puts the icing on the cake. Um, this is something that's really out of our bailiwick, but we can get you to the people that you need. Um, the law office of Paul A. Krasker and Paul Krasker, he's been doing real estate law. Uh, for 25 years down here in South Florida. And doing it well, too. Yeah, doing it very well. Absolutely. Very reputable uh, law firm. Really very blessed to have them on our team. Um, I'd like to get you over to them for a free consultation. Um, what city do you live in? In Palm Beach Gardens. Okay, so this, um, this would not be too far to actually go into the offices, sit down and talk to one of the real estate attorneys in uh, Paul's bullpen. Mm-hmm. I'd really like to make sure that uh, we get in touch with you to find out what can happen. Um, Paul, um, it, it's, I'm not an attorney either, and I'm not giving legal advice, but it, but it sounds like Paul would be able to help you, but um, you probably need to file with, with the court um, to let him know that your father passed so he can 
have his estate set up and that would be an asset of the estate and then they would go after it that way. Um, but Paul would be somebody that would help you get that process in place. Absolutely. So to help you get the information that you need, Richard, and that once again, I'm sorry that you're going through this. All you have to do is go to our Florida Talk Real Estate webpage, floridatalkrealestate.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can call the hotline and leave a message. I'll call you back Monday because the offices are closed until Monday. Or you could uh, send us an information on the contact sheet, and we'd love to talk to you to try to help you out on this. I'm really sorry you're going through that. That's rough. Yeah, it sucks, Richard. If you want, uh, you can even hang up and call 888-973-7828 right now. Just leave a message, and we'll get things going on Monday morning. That's the hotline on the website. Okay, Sound good, Richard? Yeah, I think yeah, we lost I think Richard. We lost him. Yeah, yeah, make sure you get one. in touch, Richard. You got uh, you got good people here to help you with Florida Talk Real Estate. Well, talking about complicated real estate transactions, Mike and I both had a couple of experiences we wanted to talk about today, if you don't mind. Uh, do you mind if I go first? No, and go ahead. We'll go to yours. Um, we had a call from a um, an Ashley and a Josh uh, a couple weeks ago. Okay. And uh, they said that they've been longtime listeners. Now, you know where this is going, Johnny, right? <laughs> right. Longtime listeners. Love our feeling. show. Uh-huh. Love Johnny C. But... Find out so much information from us. Uh-huh. Used to Buddy's Realtor. They, <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, well, actually, this is even more interesting. They uh, did everything that, I w- that Mike and I and everybody on the show say not to do. And <laughs> here's like a real-life example of why we say this. And this is why I'm bringing it up. So they found a house that they wanted to buy up at Port St. Lucie, very inexpensive home, young couple getting married, very similar to Mario's situation I talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, went to their one of the local regional banks. It's a bunch of letters, right, with no words, okay? <laughs> and uh, went in there and said, uh, can we get a loan? And they said, sure, sure, no problem. We'll get you the loan. No issues whatsoever. This is going to go through slam dunk. And oh, by the way, do you have a realtor? We have a great realtor that we use all the time, and uh, we'd love to get you over to them, right? So they take that realtor. Mm-hmm. They're working with that mortgage uh, company with a direct bank, right? You know, uh, one of the regional banks. Mm-hmm. And uh, they find a foreclosure home that's on HUD.gov. Now, HUD has many foreclosures on their website, but the transactions in HUD are very, very complicated. Um, First of all, they offer 3% down financing, which is lower than FHA financing if you buy the house. Right. But HUD doesn't have any appraisal contingencies on that. They just give you the loan at the purchase price. So you don't know if you're overpaying for the house, first of all. Okay. Now, sometimes HUD will fix up the house if it's in bad repair to make it FHA financing. But if you don't close on time, there's a lot of fine print. You have to fill out like an extra, I don't know, seven to ten pages where you're signing away your life when you're going into contract with them mm. and as the seller, as HUD is being the seller. And one of those terms say that if you don't close on time to the closing date that's set, you have to start paying, if they keep you in the contract, you have to start paying a fine until you close. Well, this person now has gotten nine extensions on this property. Just the extensions alone have cost them something like $4,500, which is about 5% of the purchase price of this house. That's in fines that they've accrued? It's per diem, right? A per diem, Jim? Well, the way they said, the way he described it to me, because I wasn't involved in this transaction, they would uh, sign an extension for a certain period and have to give them a lump sum. 
right? Yeah. That's the way he described it. Yeah. And then you sign another extension as need be and give lump them sum. another lump sum. And yeah, the, other, the other thing I would think about is the, the rate lock on their interest oh, rate that, for the that loan. Was, well, well, they didn't even get that for Mike. So oh. once they're in There's contract, no yeah, no once they're in contract oh. with this house, one of the reasons why they had to get the extension was the mortgage uh, lender, the loan originator for the bank goes, hey, we can't get your loan. I'm so sorry. Right? And they're like, what do you mean we can't get the loan? And they were like, well, your house is too small. Uh, the square footage was off by 30 square feet, so they wouldn't lend on the house. Now, Ashley and Josh, when they were talking to me about this, were saying to me, uh, they thought this was just a normal requirement for getting a loan. And I said, no, this is called an overlay. This is an overlay that that specific lender has for their loans or the type of loans they want to give out. And if the house doesn't meet a certain square foot requirement, they're not giving you the loan. And they never told them this until, well, they were already paid their inspection, they paid their appraisal, mm -hmm. they've done their survey, they've done spent all this money, they've hired. So that was the first extension. Oh, man. And they were like, well, we're going to go get you over to another mortgage company. And then they had to go or to get another, a contractor and build 30, 30, yeah, 30 square feet, right? <laughs> Into the house. <laughs> right? I need a 10 by 3 addition like tomorrow, <laughs> right? And then they had to go to another mortgage broker, right? All these extensions are going on, more money pulling out of their pocket, pulling out of their pocket. They're so deep into this, they didn't want to leave. And in the meantime, their realtor was just crickets chirping, nowhere to be found. When I, when I talked to them two weeks ago, um, they said they didn't even know if the realtor that was contracted to help them buy the property and they were in contract on, if yes. they were even in the deal anymore because they hadn't talked to them. And this uh, is the one that this bank suggested that they use because they use them all the time and how fantastic so they are. So I pulled them up on the MLS to see what their stats were. They've done four deals in the last 12 months. Oh boy. Two of them were rentals. So two of them, and one of the deals was the pending deal that was trying to close. So really three <laughs> deals plus this deal that's fallen apart. Well, really, They didn't even know where the realtor deal. was anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> that's right, Jerry. Yeah, so, um, so this is what we talk about on our team all the time. Just, you know, anybody can tell you can get a mortgage, but you have to go through the process in order to make sure this is done correctly. Mm -hmm. And you have to have an agent that understands what's going on. And these people had no idea about this whole extension, pain, pain for playing extension Yeah. Uh, until they got into that situation. Now, when Mike Stone is an expert, one of our agents is an expert on working with HUD Homes. Now, because you're filling out an extra like seven to 10 pages where everything's in favor of HUD, and not in favor of you, he makes sure that the people know what the risks are when you're going into this loan. Yeah, sure. Right? Like if you're going into this deal, and he makes it very, very clear. And to make sure that the mortgage broker really can get you the loan, um, that the realtors understand how to go through the process and make sure this happens for you. Um, I asked Josh, because Ashley was the one that sent me the big long message, but she asked me to call Josh. I said to Josh, can I, I gave him some advice. I told him I couldn't take on his case um, because it's against state law for me to try to grab business from somebody that's already in contract. Right. Uh, either as a listing agreement, a buyer's agreement, or they're actually in contract to buy or sell something. And even if it wasn't against the law, you just wouldn't do it anyway because it just doesn't feel right, right? Yeah, exactly. So what ended up happening with them is I said, um, Josh, can I ask you a question? You said, big fan of the show, love Johnny, listen to us every week. What the heck happened? And he goes, you know, I'm very impulsive, young, young guy, right? He goes, I'm very, very impulsive. And when I went to BB&T and they said they could do it, 
And then they said they can give me a more uh, realtor, a great realtor. You know, I just took the easiest, you know, least past, uh, easiest path of resistance, if it, you will. And it was right there. It was for the taking. Sure. Right. And uh, they just thought everything was going to work. So don't be Ashley and Josh. Mm. You know, you need to make sure that your realtors uh, know what they're doing, that they have a team, that they're experienced. I mean, this is the largest. Um, it's not a big expensive house but it's the largest purchase they've ever made in their life oh yeah and now they've paid five percent mm. more in cost not closing costs not down payment but five percent more just to stay in the deal and they still don't know if they're going to get it that's the hardest part is that it's still up in the air right yeah they, they just don't know now and that was two weeks ago maybe they closed yeah. and i hope they did yeah. because they really were bought into this house and it, it met the right school district and it was near relatives they needed to be near oh yeah uh, for child care so it was a very important for house for them to get so i really pray that they were able to get that house but it, it, this is just a great example of what not to do and mm -hmm. the other thing that it's a good example of is you know not only does the client have to trust uh, that the lender knows what he's doing and that the real estate agent knows what he's doing. But the real estate agent needs to trust the lender because the real estate agent got caught out on that as well, right? Square footage on the home and the lender, mm -hmm. you know, whoever's doing originating that loan wasn't aware of their specific overlay, which is, it, that's hard to believe because it's the bank's overlay. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, yeah, there's nothing in Freddie and Fannie guidelines about, you know, or FHA guidelines about that. But, um you know, so the real estate agent got caught out there because they trusted the lender's pre-approval, and guess and, what? And this yeah. realtor supposedly works with this mortgage broker all the time. Right. How, right. how common are these overlays, uh, these requirements? I, I, I mean, the okay, so you have um, Freddie Mac and, and Fannie Mae have guidelines for underwriting a loan. Okay. Right? So does FHA, and so does VA, and so does USDA. Sure. They all have guidelines basically saying, you know, your, your client has to meet these criteria. The property has to meet this criteria. The appraisal has to come in like this. You know, all of those are the guidelines. So, And do they typically involve square footage on the home? No. no. To your knowledge? No, 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 no. It feels, no. That feels yeah. very weird. Yeah. yeah. And so a guideline is basically when you have, say, a, a bank, and their goal is to get the loan to Freddie or Fannie, but in order to make sure that that happens, they will put additional guidelines on top of Fannie and Freddie's guidelines because they want to sell the loan. Yeah, the, the, listen, the loan, like you know, ninety whatever percent, all go to Fannie Freddie. Mm -hmm. Okay, so they have to meet their guidelines. What what banks do in order to minimize their risk because if they can't sell it to Freddie or Fannie, they have to keep it on their portfolio. They have to basically service that loan and keep the money on the books. Uh -huh. um, so in order to minimize the chance of it not going that way, they'll basically you know add some additional stipulations oh. so they'll make it above and beyond what fanny and it might require. be uh might be low uh lower debt to income ratio exactly. credit score and in this particular house with this particular bank square footage of the property yeah you know there could be anything and it, it almost sounds like they're they're putting those there but it, can they override it themselves if they wanted to if they felt the rest of the loan was uh, strong you know if you had an in with the president of the the risk management at the bank Maybe, but you know, we're talking about a big bank, and trust me, the LO so check the, the box. LO at yeah. that branch has no pull over whether or not the underwriter is going right. to you know yeah. override the guidelines. LO is loan originator. Loan yep, originator. Sorry. All right, so I'm getting a sense, and and if I'm following along correctly here, when you go to apply for said loan, not only you got to fit the criteria to get the loan, but there's. <laughs> 
they're almost trying to determine whether or not they're going to be able to move your loan exactly. to another servicer Absolutely. in the not so distant future. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Wow, and, man. Well, the, the okay. So the the basic of you want to make sure that that loan is going to be bought by Freddie or Fannie. That is the bottom line in this, for the bank. In yeah. that, for the yeah, bank. for the for the lending institution, whatever yeah. it is, whatever it is, right? So that's the the goal, and that happens with ninety something percent of loans that are in this you know conforming world, right? The the up to four seventeen on conventional. So these are the things that aren't really going to be communicated to the customer, the consumer. They're they're going to um, be more concerned with whether they I meet the criteria. The the biggest uh, indicator you're going to get is you're going to sign a document at application that that uh, indicates whether the financial institution is going to service that loan or not. Uh, that's one indicator. Although it's not you know it's not the end of the world. They can intend to service it, might service it for six months, and then and, and then, then goes on. down the line. But yeah. you know almost all loans got, go down the line. So I would never yeah you know, would you make say that 90, a criteria. 90%? Yeah. Um, 90-something percent. 90-something sure. percent. Uh, in this world, right? There's jumbo loans. There's, you know, non-conforming loans. So those are all portfolio products. Right. And and the thing is, Mike, I, I don't think so, but they don't tell you about the overlays. Like, hey, this is our requirement. This isn't right. a requirement by the lending institution like Fannie Mae and Freddie. And, yeah, know, I mean, but to, to be fair, I don't tell you about, you know, Fannie's guidelines either or Freddie's guidelines. So essentially, you have to rely on the loan originator uh, to use the tools at his, you know, um, availability, right? So he's got what he knows. He's got his own knowledge. He has the automated underwriting system that we all talk about, which is, you know, DU or LP underwritten. Mm -hmm. That's um, a desktop underwritten or... Yeah, or a loan prospector. There it is. Yeah, which is the, the Freddie Mac equivalent. Um, but those, you know, those are, those are computer systems. So essentially, I take an application, I plug in all the information... Uh, and then based on the information in that application, I'm going to run it through the computer system, and that's going to give me an approval or not. Mm -hmm. uh, and those come from, that basically says, does it conform with Freddie and, Fan, and uh, Fannie guidelines? And what's, but, that, that's what really gives you that Loctite confirmation, absolutely. right? That's assuming the information is correct. Sure. Right. right? So, yeah. so then it's all about backing up the information in the application with documentation. So mm -hmm. we've talked about this before, you know. Johnny C. Okay, let me see your driver's license so I can make sure I got your name, your birthday correct. You sure. Know? Let me see your pay stub so I can at least get you know a portion of your income calculated mm -hmm. properly. So maybe tax returns. Yeah, tax returns, mm -hmm. bank statements. Sure. You know, these are all documents that are used to back up the information on the application. Um, but if you have overlays on top of that, there's you know they don't necessarily have the same well, automated tool to well, look at these. Well, that's what things. I want to talk about with the overlays. A lot of times, okay. When you have those overlays and you're rejected from the big box banks, okay, they don't say, hey, we can't get you to loan, but somebody else can under the same type of loan you're going for. So if you're going for FHA and you go to the big box bank and they have an overlay that rejects you, mm -hmm. um, they don't say, hey, you can go get it somewhere else. And there's a lot of people that go out to one of those places as well. Um, you know, I'm at this big box bank. I've been banking with them for 20 years. You know, I think that's the place I want to go. And then they find out, get the loan, and they go, well, I'm just not going to be able to get a loan, I guess. And, you know, that's the end, or I can't get my refi. That's not really the case. And, Jarrett, you've kind of gone through a little bit of this yourself. Um, Jarrett is, you know, very well situated, let's just put it that way. But he just switched over to a new job. Uh, you know, he, he started his new company again. And yeah, I mean, basically, I've been self-employed for, you know, almost 10 years now. And because my company switched... Uh, employer identification numbers mm -hmm. 
Um, I'm considered a new business, uh, a startup company, even though I've always had the, the same uh, clientele. And uh, because of that, um, you know, the lending requirements are a completely different uh, animal. If, hey. if you're trying to get a loan and you only have uh, one year's tax return and, and even, even if you've had the same clients, if your employer identification number changes, they treat you pretty much like a new business. So. You're doing the same work. With the same with people. With the same people. Yeah. But because you started your own group, the Parrot Group LLC, yeah, yeah. it, it, it kind of it hinders you yeah. in your process right now. Yeah, I mean, I even had my own firm when I originally started. We merged mm -hmm. with another firm, and then I went back out on my own. And because of that that merger, um, I'm almost being penalized for for the loan. It's um, you know, self employed. It gets into a little bit of a gray area. So you know, if I were doing this from the start, I would ask you, well, how long have you been self employed on this stint? Do you have a tax return. Mm -hmm. uh, when you were with the previous group, how were you compensated? Were you W-2? And, and that was filing? part of the problem. It was a W-2 with a yeah. draw. So essentially a, he switched bonus. He yeah. switched from, mm -hmm. you know, a salaried or, you know, hourly type position to self-employed. Well, so even though he's doing the same. No, I was actually a partner at the other firm. It was just a, paid as a draw on a W-2. It was very complicated. You know, these, these are the type of questions I would ask in the very, very beginning yeah. because it absolutely is an area where if you don't have two years self-employment with, you know, an mm -hmm. upward trending or steady uh, income, then it's going to be very difficult. For and, you. and then it became even more of a problem because it was a, considered a jumbo loan. I yeah, he, the property he wanted to buy was over the four hundred. So we had to keep it conventional. Limit. Right. So and then, yeah. so the bottom line with Jared is I think you went to four mortgage companies and yeah. finally had one that could work through the compensating factors, I think they call it, yeah. um, or mediating factors and figured out a way that he's going to be able to get the loan, yeah. but it wasn't easy. So if Jared had gone to the first place and they just said, sorry, Charlie, um, and he wasn't sophisticated and he started shopping around, he wouldn't be loan worthy until he had two yeah. years of tax returns. Yeah. And, and one of the big things with that, Mike, I think a lot of the brokers miss is, um, and I'm sure, you know, it's like the ad backs, like the depreciation and the things like that, you know, on the self-employed. So, um, you know, I knew that some of that stuff was getting missed. So, I, you know, I kept going to brokers to find somebody that actually was qualified and, and knew how to do it, I think. Yeah, there's um, when you're when you're analyzing self-employed income, there's a lot to know there. Yes. And so you really want somebody, because trust me, the underwriter who gets it, eventually knows how to calculate that income. So you want a yeah. loan originator who knows how to do that. So And that's another thing about like hiring somebody like Mike from the mortgage firm. Their underwriter is in house. So when they have the issues, yeah. they can sit down and talk to them. Okay. As opposed to a lot of these uh, regional or big box banks that are wow. nationwide or the um or the you know, the crazy missile mortgages out there and all that craziness. Uh, they don't have that relationship with the underwriter. Now they're not going to do anything that doesn't meet the guidelines because they can't sell the mortgages, but they could still sit down as a person and talk to them. And you're not just a number, you're not just a, a file of paperwork sitting in front of them. Mm -hmm. uh, the mortgage broker can go and say, hey, look, I understand that these are your concerns are legitimate, but what happens if we're able to prove this or that, right? And then hopefully they, they can make it work. If they can't, they can't, but at least you have a better shot by having somebody in house. I mean, absolutely. It's uh, you know, I, I mentioned earlier the the credit risk manager at that big bank. So you know, some L, uh, loan originator at a retail branch would have no no, no channel to get to no. that person. Whatever. No. For me, it's an email or a phone call away, or maybe even 
Yeah, good, yep. you know, down the down the yep. hall sometimes. So FloridaTalkRealEstate.com. That is your access to the entire team with the hotline number and the email on the upper left hand corner. FloridaTalkRealEstate.com. You want to say hi to Steve and then jump into a break? Yeah, we jump into the break. Good morning to you, Steve. Welcome. You're on Florida Talk Real Estate here on Real Radio. How are you? Hey, hey guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, I got to tell you, this great show, man. This is uh, you know, gripping stuff. I'm on the edge of my seat, as always. Thank you. Nice. I wanted to ask you, though, you know, sometimes you bring in specialists to talk about their certain field of the, the transaction, and I was curious if you have any, like, landscapers you could possibly bring in so we could talk about mowing grass for two or three years. <laughs> I'm sure we could, we could probably build the team, yes. Steve. Are you interested in applying? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being with us, Steve. Thank you, Steve. 877-927-6969. <laughs> it is toll-free, and thank you for listening on a Saturday. Well, Greg- Gregorio, who just closed, was a landscaper. Yes, he was. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can vet him and yes. see what happens. 877-927-6969. You're welcome to join the program back in minutes. It's Florida Talk Real Estate right here on Real Radio. 94.3 Real Radio. Hey, good day to you. I'm CBS 12 meteorologist Steve Blazier here with our weather forecast. Mostly sunny today, it'll be warm and breezy, highs in the low 90s and a steady southeast breeze at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy with some scattered showers and a chance of a thunder shower. While it stays partly to mostly cloudy, it'll keep lows near 79. This report is brought to you by Target. Back to school is right around the corner, and Target's got all the essential supplies and gear your kids need, including Cat and Jack. Target's new line of kids apparel and uniforms so you can confidently send them to school and beyond. Expect more, pay less. From the Dr. Gregory Albert Plastic Surgery Studios, this is WZZR Riviera Beach, Real Radio 94.3. Hi, Jim Tapola here, co-owner of Antares International, a top producing Keller Williams realty team. I'm also the host of Florida Talk Real Estate, the number one real estate show in Florida. My show sponsors and I pride ourselves on being the most important information provider of all things real estate. Since 2012, we've helped thousands of our listeners by providing the most up-to-date information and giving them the advice they need. We've helped them buy and sell houses, get them great loans for new home purchases and refis, give them the legal services to avoid foreclosure and reduce mortgage payments, and get them great rates on insurance and property inspections. But the show couldn't do it without our show's sponsors. First up is Antares International Realty, powered by Keller Williams. Co-owner Natalie Medina Rao and I run a great team of professionals that help our buyers find the dream home they are looking for and get our sellers' homes sold for top dollar in the time frame they need. Next up is the law offices of Paul A. Krasker. Paul's been around for 25 years now and owns a full-service real estate law firm. They also have the Homeowners Assistance Division, who can help homeowners who are in trouble. They have a team that specializes in helping them avoid foreclosure, do foreclosure defense, loan modifications, short sales, and many other ways to reduce exorbitant mortgage payments. Paul has also created the Krasker Law Student Loan Department, which is an expert at getting huge reductions on their student loan payments. Paul also has CreditBrain, a full-service credit restoration company that helps its customers increase their credit scores and keep their credit score high for life. If you are selling or refinancing a home and need to select a top-notch title company, there is no better choice in the state than Trident Title. Their costs are competitive and their customer service is second to none. 
Ross Kamarinets from Brightway Insurance in the Palm Beach Gardens South office has been getting homeowners great quotes on their insurance policies for our listeners for years now. If you are buying a new home and need an accurate insurance quote or looking for a better rate on the insurance policy you currently have, you have to call Ross. For an outstanding property inspector, when buying a new home or looking for ways to get a reduction on your homeowner's insurance for wind mitigation, Matthew Miles from My Safe Home Inspection is your guy. All of these companies and services are just a phone call away. Call us now at 888-973-7828. That's 888-973-7828. Or contact us directly through floridatalkrealestate.com the number one information provider on real estate for South Florida. Hi, Jim DiPola here, host of Florida Talk Real Estate, the number one real estate show in the state. Did you know that besides our one-hour live show every Saturday on WZZR 94.3 FM and iHeartRadio, our sponsors are available to you 24-7 at floridatalkrealestate.com and our brand-new iTunes podcast channel at Florida Talk Real Estate. On FloridaTalkRealEstate.com, you can search for your new home like a pro using the most advanced and accurate search engine to find properties anywhere in Florida that are really for sale. You can even check the sold properties in your neighborhood to get more accurate results than relying on Zillow's dreaded Zestimates to find out what your home is worth. FloridaTalkRealEstate.com's podcast section has all of our previously recorded weekly shows and up-to-date news alerts you don't hear on the live shows. Whether you are trying to buy a house, sell a house, or stuck with the house and don't know what to do, you've got to check out the podcast. FloridaTalkRealEstate.com's blog section gives you the latest news feeds on mortgage rates, market trends in your area, and great insightful articles from top professionals to help you learn the best services and programs out there to help you. So don't forget, Florida Talk Real Estate is available to you 24-7 for all your real estate needs. And if you have a question about something you don't see on our site, give us a call and we'll get you the answers you need. That's the power of FloridaTalkRealEstate.com. How can we help you? Just go to FloridaTalkRealEstate.com. Real Radio 94.3. This is Florida Talk Real Estate with Jim DePola and Natalie Medina Rowe. Got a question for a real estate pro? Call us live at 877-927-6969. This is Real Radio. Yeah, it sure is. Back at it. One more segment for you, and you're more than welcome to join the program toll-free at 877-927-6969. Johnny C. is me. We got Jim DePola, Antares International Realty, top producing Keller Williams team. He's right over there. Good morning. Well, good morning. We have from the Perry Group, LLC, Jarrett Perry with us. Morning, guys. Great to be here. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you. The mortgage guy from the mortgage firm, Mike Rao. Yes, sir. Good morning. And on time, too, by the way. Uh, this this segment, I'm <laughs> right on time. Always on time. <laughs> <laughs> Always on time. And we got, uh, speaking of time, just enough time to take a few of your call- phone calls. So don't be shy. You're welcome to join the program with your questions, your comments, your concerns. Absolutely. Now, uh, Mike, um, I forgot that Gregorio was one of your customers, too. That's right. And uh, Gregorio used, I think... Um, 
Matt Miles from my safe home inspection to do the um, inspection on his home. Perfect. And they use shredded title to close. But uh, and I think uh, pretty sure he went he went got a, a uh, policy with Ross. With well. Ross, so I think he, he really kept it in the family. <laughs> and that doesn't happen every time, but you know, mm-hmm. you're well served by doing that. Yes, you are. You're kind of uh, Jim has gathered together a group of very qualified professional uh, people. So. So, Mike, uh, who else did you close from the show this week? You had a couple other success There were stories, two. Right? There was another one. You were talking about the simultaneouses, right? So this mm-hmm. one wasn't exactly simultaneous, but it was a sale and then a purchase a few days apart mm-hmm. and, you know, coordinating the dates on all those. So let's mm-hmm. just uh, congratulate Stefan, who was purchasing yes. uh, Keith's home. Mm-hmm. And then Keith uh, and Shauna, so they sold that home, and then they bought a really, really, you know, nice kind of dream home for them as mm-hmm. uh you know, out in Loxahatchee with the stable and Sean is a horse person. And, then, you know, it was just really a, a good one all the way around. And, Heck yeah. Um, you know, not exactly simultaneous, but it had uh, mm-hmm. a lot of those elements mm-hmm. in there. So congratulations to them. That's right. Um, I, I forgot to give out, this is kind of an unusual congratulations, but uh, congratulations to Shauna, different Shauna, um, for uh, using us. Uh, she went to another realtor that she thought was connected to our team, but really wasn't. How did and, that happen? Um, well, it's a long story. I don't want to get right, into it. All right, fair enough. I understand. <laughs> but um, she thought she was hiring our team, didn't. Uh, went through something like five contracts. I mentioned this a few weeks ago. They went through five contracts, never closed the deal, <laughs> fell apart, fell apart, fell apart. Uh, the agent wasn't vetting the buyers to make sure that they were financed because the inspections went okay, except for one who crazy buyer was asking for everything in the world. Huh. So anyway... Um, uh, they lost a lot of money on holding on this house, uh, this property, because it was vacant and it used to be an investment property. So they came to me, uh, put the house on the market, uh, put it up on the market for about 5% more than any of the appraisals previously had gone for. And uh, yesterday we found out that Shauna got her appraisal. It came out 5% higher than any other the appraisals that nice. happened before, and I was really happy for her. Heck yeah. Um, we made back some of the money that she lost, or she could also look at it as uh, we, we basically got her back almost all the real estate commissions that she was being charged for the buyers and the seller, you oh. know, for the buyer's agent and the listing agent. Well done. So uh, I was really happy for her. Heck yeah. um, I'm really happy for the buyer. It's a VA buyer. Um, a veteran, a young guy, uh, first home. So I'm really, it's just a win, win, win for everybody. Yeah. And congratulations to her on getting her appraisal. We don't usually say that first, but uh, because she's gone through heck and back, uh, I'm just really glad that she came to us. As soon as she was out of contract with that person, she's like, I'm calling those guys. Yeah, no doubt. And I think I had the house sold in 12 days or something like that. You're amazing. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was a good deal. So everybody's real happy. I don't that. like that she thought she was working with this team. And that, well, that's she an off-air story. She was looking at old websites and stuff, and somehow one of the agents that used to work with us way back in the day, I think it was late 2012, uh, we tried out an agent. It wasn't working out. Very nice person, you know, very sweet person, but just, wasn't going to work for the team. No, and it's um, on their resume. Yeah, we <laughs> we broke ranks with that person, but somehow it's still out there floating in the web world. Mm-hmm. And uh, after she signed the contract, uh, she was like, "I wonder why I hadn't had talked to Jen through all this." And then she realized she wasn't working with Florida Talk Real Estate and Atari's International. Ah. Yeah, but anyway, we got her going. All's well that so, ends well. Yep. Once yep. she finally started working with Florida yep. Talk Real Estate and Antares International. Just another example of uh, got to hire the right agent. Somebody yeah. knows what they're doing. You know, we're not, you know, 
I bring that up once in a while. I'm not like God's gift to real estate, okay? Uh, there's a lot of really good agents out there. But you got to get a good one, and that's the point I'm trying to make. And um, if you don't know a good one, you kind of do because you're listening to us right now, and we'd love to have the shot at interviewing for the job. Mm-hmm. We're not saying hire us. Just give us a shot for the interview. Um, I'm saying hire them. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, you know, you should give us a call and just see what we could do for you. And if it works and you feel right about it, you know, you should go forward. And if you don't, you know, go another way. I have no problem with that. But give well, us a shot. You've even, uh, in times past, even taken time out of your busy schedule to answer questions that people had, like, what are questions I should ask my realtor to see if they're qualified? You've taken time out of your day to help our audience Mm-hmm. knowing that they're not even going to hire you. These are questions to ask other realtors that they're thinking about. We're actually going to put out a five-part video series on that, What to, you know, how to hire an agent the real way, and not just say, hey, uh, my aunt is a realtor. We'll give her the commercial property. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, my, um, I had another case. I have so many examples of this from the show over the last six months. Another guy said his wife picked somebody because it was her best friend, right? right. I checked it out three three or four transactions in 18 months, Jeez. right? And now he's, he was in big, big trouble uh, by hiring them. And the thing is, is a lot of times you might not want to hire your relative or a close friend because if it goes south, you know, mm-hmm. you might end up ruining a relationship over it. Now, what they're afraid of a lot of times is, uh, well, if I don't give it to this relative, they're going to be bad, mad that they didn't get the commission. Or the people are going to think seems such a bad reason to choose somebody as a family member with a big big purchase. You know, we're talking about a huge purchase or sale. I mean, huge. Yeah, no, it's the biggest purchase. Yeah, Yeah. it's you know. So the thing is, is that you you got to think of this as a business transaction. You can lose a lot of money if the people aren't doing things the right way, or spend a lot extra money you weren't planning on, like Ashley and Josh. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is, is uh, people sometimes go. Uh, we walked away from a transaction I really wanted up in Fort Pierce, a 20-acre ranch. Uh, one of the sellers was like, yeah, you're just a realtor. All the realtors are the same. And <laughs> I'm like, no, they're not. No, and a, uh, yeah. if you don't, you know, uh, if you don't pick the right person, it can cost you a lot of money, yeah. a lot of time, aggravation. No doubt. You know, on any level, buyers or sellers. I mean, we, we see it all the time after the fact where mm-hmm. people have gotten bad real estate device, but there's devastating tax consequences that could have been avoided by, you know, having the right planning up front with the, with the right realtor or yeah. the right team of people. That's and, right. And yeah. J- Jarrett works with dozens of realtors from his firm. And I wanted to mention that Jarrett on uh, next week is going to be doing a training at the Keller Williams office on Vista Parkway, Keller, Keller Williams from Fur Partners. On our at our office, um, teaching realtors about tax implications on sales of property and everything. Jared's a real deal guy. Nice. This is a mandatory meeting in our brokerage, Jared, so yep. it should be packed. Looking and forward to Jared it. Jared also you is get to charge a higher fee for that. <laughs> yeah, <when it's> mandatory. <laughs> someone at the door uh, collecting. Them. <laughs> and, and I'll do it. <laughs> we Perfect. know we know there's a lot of realtors out there listening to us uh, because they come up to me all the time and. Uh, Jared uh, will help you set up your incorporation. Mm-hmm. Jer- I did not. I was a dumb butt when I was on the show for years, and everybody told me I should do it. Jared, um, I'm probably going to save about 15% on my taxes just from setting up this corporation, which was so 
Well, not for me. But it was. It could be so easy if you weren't Jim. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Jim. Jim likes to make it a little complicated yeah. on himself. But I, I went out he learns. The, he learns the tough way. And yeah, but imagine. But he still learns. He so. learns. That's the important That's part. Imagine saving fifteen percent of your taxes for really what should be an hour that took Jim three months to do. Uh, Jim, it's fifteen minutes. I joke. Uh, fifteen minutes. I joke. Well, well, an hour. Okay. <laughs> I was at Jared's house for taxes. I mean, at his office for taxes. Uh, just this week and I think it was almost four hours yeah. and it's like we need a whole team of accountants just working with you 24-7 <laughs> he just needs a babysitter I do it's so bad but um so you know it's really important for that but uh getting back to deal killers Mike um you had a really interesting one where the realtor was weak the mortgage broker was weak it just turned into a big fat mess Can well you explain what happened you there? know it was um okay so this is a client who I had pre-called uh, you know, probably eight months ago. Mm-hmm. And she got into a contract and got into a situation where the HOA would not approve her at the down payment that we were doing. Mm-hmm. And so that deal fell through and there was nothing we could do. HOAs have, you know, they kind of have a little bit of uh, autonomy and power there about they have the their own payments? approval process. They can, yeah, so this, they can require a minimum of down payment. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't even sound legal. Like it, it sounds like a court case waiting to happen. But anyway, <laughs> right. that's that's what happened. And she got a little bit uh, discouraged and ended up, you know, sitting. And I didn't hear from her and didn't get, get calls returned. And then um, I got a call from her, you know, two weeks ago that, hey, I need a pre-approval letter because we're going into this new new house. I said, okay, hey, great to hear from you. Here you go. Let me verify all the you know latest information. Um, and we got her and she's now into contract. But in, in between those two, she had gotten into another contract for a condo at a 3% down conventional loan. Now that does exist, 3% down. It's mm-hmm. almost never favorable to the buyer, but it exists. But you don't do a condo with that program. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, in South Florida, <laughs> you try to avoid doing a condo altogether unless you have 25% right, down. Because exactly. it's a very, you have to do a full review. Mm-hmm. And so I think um, she, it, did, it ended up not going through. She could not do it at three or five percent down, mm. uh, and this was had to do with her her loan, you know, approval. Um, I don't even know if the condo was going to be approved, but you have a listing agent who's accepting an, a financed offer at ninety seven percent LTV, and they're selling a condo. This listing agent should know what kind of offers they should be looking for. Loan to value LTV. Yeah. Yep. So you know, condo, you want twenty five percent down. That's the bottom line. If you don't have that, you better know that your condo is gonna pass the full review process. Is that is that because they fluctuate more with the market, the condos or uh, it's just about the appetite for for that risk, you know, yeah. as the as the, the security of the loan, the condo it t- you know, traditionally in Florida has not been uh, a great bet and really got smashed right back in, you know, yeah. when the market crashed. So I gotcha. Um, basically they say, if you got 25%, it's pretty easy to do. If you have anything, I'm talking like 24%, you got to do a full review, which means you have to analyze the condo's financial situation. And they also have some legal requirements to turn in some federal documents to qualify for that. And a lot of condo associations don't want to do that. Uh, well, if, so, you're, if you're trying to get FHA deal on a condo, then mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, the chances there's like one, 1% uh, of all condos down here are on that FHA list. Right, so right. Uh, the bottom line is she had a listing agent who's accepting a financed offer when shouldn't she probably shouldn't have. She's got a buyer's agent who, I, I just call it lack of experience, just did not know enough to know that uh, a condo was complicated. And then you have a, a, a loan originator at a bank who frankly doesn't have enough experience either. So it's just, she kind of got bit uh, and now there's an escrow dispute. And so, you know, 
That's correct. They, she has money tied up in escrow, and they're going to have to now, fight over that one. Right Jeez. now, they're going to fight over the escrow, and probably should have never went into the deal in the first place. And now her money's at risk, and it's just a really sad story. Yeah, and once again, it's about people not doing what they're doing, uh, not knowing what not they're knowing. doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, on this one, it was the listing agent and the buyer's agent that should have been more well informed. And from what I understand, and this the mortgage listing agent broker. had a few deals that didn't go through before. So there's no way this listing agent, you know, I don't know right. if it was because the condo couldn't, couldn't get approved or what, but there's this listing agent should know what that's, that's, I think it starts right there. Like you're Jim, you're listing a condo. Are you accepting a, you know, 95% uh, deal unless you've talked to the condo board and you kind of know that it's going to pass we, the approval. We just took a condo in Boca that'll be going on this week. Uh, next week, hopefully, uh, across the street from Meisner Park, and you notice that everything was bought cash. Yeah, and there was a reason for that. Right, you know, uh, it's cash buyers in that condo, pretty much. Huh. Okay, um, that doesn't so, mean you can't finance in a condo. Okay, it right. doesn't mean you can't do it with a five percent down payment, but you before you even make an offer on that condo. You need your loan originator to look at the necessary condominium documentation, and they got to be able to tell you, yes, we're going to get this yeah, done. You, you need the, the right review. professionals to help. You need somebody who does it. You need somebody who's who's got experience and knows how to do it, and knows knows what to ask for, knows what to look for. Mm-hmm. Um, and not every LO does, and certainly not every agent knows about it. So FloridaTalkRealEstate.com. That's what I'm talking about. There's some people that know exactly what's going on. And if they don't quite know what's going on, they will figure it out very, very quickly. Right, Jimmy D? Yeah, just like Richard when he was talking about that transaction with the commercial deal with his aunt involved and he didn't know how to get his money and he feels it's rightfully his. I don't know the answer to that stuff, but mm-hmm. I know the people that can get him yep, the answer. That's right. right? Yep, absolutely. So um, just wanted to make an announcement. Next week, we're so excited, Johnny. We're going to have a special call-in guest next week. And anybody listening to this should uh, keep this in mind. On August 20th, Sharon Bach, the clerk and uh, control oh, nice. comptroller yep. from Palm Beach County, is going to be on our show. Nice. I'm really excited about this uh, because she's going to be talking about uh, a free program she has to sign up where if somebody's trying to put a lien on your property, that uh, you'll be notified as the lien is being done. There's a lot of really crazy liens that are being put on people's properties. This has been happening for time memoriam. And this uh, notifies you, gives you an automatic alert when that happens. There's a lot of mechanic liens, which are contractor liens that can be very specious. Sometimes people just start slapping liens on whole neighborhoods and never done any work in the neighborhood. Uh, I remember being a reporter and talk, you know, working on that uh, story about 10 years ago. It happens from time to time. This will protect you. It's free. Really glad to have Sharon coming on the show. Uh, so please check out that show. It's a free situation. And it doesn't hurt. And if you own a house, you know, don't you want to know if somebody's trying to put a lien on your property? Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. bet you're going to be signing up for it, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to be signing up for uh-huh. it. So we're really excited to have her on the air next week. Good. Look forward to that very much so. Uh, FloridaTalkRealEstate.com, ladies and gentlemen. That's the website. And you got on the upper left-hand corner your hotline, your email, your access to the entire Florida Talk Real Estate team. Jim DePole, have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. Jared Perry, please do the same. I'll be working, but I'll try. I know you will, as you always are. <laughs> And uh, Mike Rowe, it's good to see you. Good to see you, John. We have a wonderful weekend. Thanks for being with us on a Saturday. We'll see you back next Saturday, 9 a.m., right here for another edition of Florida Talk Real Estate on Real Radio.
Real Radio 94.3, an iHeartRadio station. From the Dr. Gregory Albert Plastic Surgery Studios, this is WZZR Riviera Beach, Real Radio 94.3. Real Radio 94.3. 